everybody, and welcome to Nintendo Week. I'm your host, Colin McIsaac. It is the end of summer, beginning of fall. It is September 26th as of we're recording this. It's been a really long um, week, Colin. So it's been a very long week. Well, we recorded a, um, just for listeners, we recorded a um, summer games, like, end of summer, kind of August episode for what we've been playing, but... Um, we had some Wi-Fi issues during it, so I wanted to find some time to like spruce it up into a good listenable episode, but um, nothing was really happening in Nintendo, and I couldn't find uh, the time to do it, and then this came along, so here's this, and I'll probably just send the other one as a bonus, and you know, I doubt that Nintendo's gonna have a- another direct worth of information in the next two months, so. But next week is Smash, so we'll have a special episode for that, and then... Um, yeah, in the meantime, how's everybody doing? How are you guys? Well, I, I just thought I'd give you a sleep update, Colin. I actually slept through the night last night. It was good stuff. Woo! I didn't take any melatonin. Yeah. I don't know what did it. I think it was probably staying up till 11 that did it. That was the trick. <laughs> watch watch yeah. some Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's a good time. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, we uh, talked about that. We've been having some sleeping problems lately, but I guess the, now they're both solved. Um... And I may even Is release the original oh. take of this episode uh, as another bonus. Ooh. Sorry, Lee. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, is everybody having sleeping problems right now? Because my sleep schedule has been what some of the worst it's ever been in my entire oh, no. life, which says a lot because my sleep schedule has never been what I think a normal human would consider good. Um, but it's bad. I've been, like, falling asleep at, like, 4 to 5 a.m. every night, oh, no. no matter okay. what I do. Oof. No matter. I could turn off all electronics. I could be in bed. No. Nothing. I, nothing will make me fall asleep. So that's cool. Anyway. I also went to sleep very late last night, but it was not because I've been having problems. Well, just because I, I fully oh. brought it on myself. So hopefully I can get back to some sort of normal schedule tonight. Well, my advice Funny is to play Dark lots Alex of Nintendo video games late into the night so your eyes get really <laughs> tired. Mm. That's why they made the Switch, so you can take it to bed That's with right. you. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, I'm sorry for everybody's sleeping troubles. That's a, that is a problem. Um, but we're we're all in this beautiful boat together. Like I said, Hopefully Colin, we'll it's been a long week. Get some sleep by next time. <laughs> it has been a very long <laughs> week. Lord. Um... So, this Nintendo Direct has had some great new information. I think we gotta save the best for last, and no doubt the Mario movie discussion is coming. Uh, But I want to blast through some of these games pretty quick because, I mean, I think, at least personally, I'm gonna mostly facilitate some discussion because I don't really play a lot of these franchises, and most of my takeaways are great. Looks great. So, um, any game that I go ahead and list... If that's not your takeaway and you have more to say, jump right on in. Um, otherwise, I'll sort of go through these as like bullets. How does that sound? All right. Sounds good. Right. Sounds good. Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Uh, looks great. Wasn't expecting the theming for this one. Uh, Monster Hunter is mm-hmm. a game I sort of have a, a love-hate relationship, uh, which is mostly I, I, I love it in concept, and then I get overwhelmed by the systems. It's not a super accessible game for, for a lot of people. Uh, I understand it's gotten really popular lately, and I think that's probably just because it's gotten 
better at that sort of thing, but still, still is a bit much for me. Uh, I, I originally skipped on this game because I tried the demo and I forgot that Monster Hunter demos are like notoriously designed for experienced players and are, are not very good at tutorializing it for players that aren't really that seasoned in Monster Hunter. And yeah, what's the point of that? Uh, I, I tried that too, and it was <laughs> I couldn't get I, into it I at all. I think it's like one of those things where it's like you want the, the experienced players to get into it and show people all the cool stuff they could do, but they could do that just as well once the game is out. So I don't know. Right. Uh, I have found it, it's a little better when you actually like buy the retail version because they do actually have tutorial stuff in the beginning, which really does get you familiar. It doesn't really throw you off the deep end like the demo did. Um, right. So like I, I had that in the back of my mind, but I don't know. I just didn't have a good experience with that demo. It's just, there's just too much, too much going yeah. on. But I mean, I'm, I feel like that's been pretty consistent. I felt that way, like since the 3ds with monster hunter demos. And it's, mm. it's interesting that you say that because now, first of all, it makes sense, but it also then makes no sense. Why would you not <laughs> want the free demos to be the tutorial levels that get new players introduced and then cut them off when they're like, yeah, I want to play monster yep. hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. But now it makes sense. Um, but I mean, I'm uh, it's Monster Hunter. Like I said, is a game I love on paper, and I, I like what this DLC is doing on paper enough that I'm willing to give this another look. So I think I might actually buy it. It's starting to fall in price. Uh, I can feel pretty okay about wasting a, a, a you know a couple dozen dollars on it, uh, even if I bounce off it. So nice. Um, I was, like the, there was a uh, moment during Bayonetta too, because I thought that that was bayonetta coming up at the very beginning yeah i thought castlevania something something castlevania related mm. i thought it was gonna be a, another release of skyrim for a second <laughs> <laughs> more dragons yeah even more fishing <laughs> it's the same game you just gotta buy it That's again right. everybody yep. well, no matter legally required to slightly different texture fishing, nothing how new did everybody feel about splatoon 3 uh you got the same my, there's no your answer comment i've never <laughs> yeah i guess so okay i that was a that was a what the hell did i just watch trailer for me uh no i actually thought i actually followed yeah. it pretty okay i liked the new weapons that they showed off in the early multiplayer portion the, the little tank bug thing looks cool uh, i can see my wife being really into that one she loves uh big heavy hitting tanky things uh i also like the little grappling hook move um oh yeah was, there was another weapon they showed off colin i think you mentioned it when we well, we, we were looking at the website. They have a really handy Nintendo Direct website now with all the breakdowns of their information. Um, and in fact, it looks like, at least for Splatoon 3, they have a ton more. Or maybe this is the Squid Research Lab that it's jumping to. Yeah. But anyway, there's a lot of screenshots and more details that are not in the Direct, actually. We found a, like a melee... It seems like just a combat move, not a weapon, but the zip lines you can now like punch people Oh, yeah, on. that's right. You can attack up um, a zip line. That's new. I don't remember a specific weapon, if you're sure that it was a weapon, but I remember the zipline conversation. Uh, we're, we're also, like, confused and intrigued by this new plot line about the return of mammalians. And, Alex, you had a great explanation uh, I, for what's going on. I think on. I'm less confused and more just, like, intrigued. So uh, yeah. so if you, if you saw the trailer and you had no idea what you're looking at, basically what you're seeing is the Octarians, the little octopus uh, bad guys from Splatoon, are now covered in hair. That makes no sense if you have uh, no, no exposure to the lore. But if you do have exposure to the lore, there's a mode in Splatoon 2 called uh, Salmon Run. And the, the, the premise of that is that you're working part-time for a company called Grizzco, which is run by, you don't know who, but 
they there you talk to the the boss through this like bear shaped phone so you could surmise that maybe they're bears uh which makes sense because your your job is to hunt these salmon and say oh bears and salmon they're mortal enemies in this world (laughs) uh and it seems that the the premise of this game is there's this new kind of ink that turns things fuzzy turns them into mammalians and uh that just makes me think oh well those bears that eat the salmon they're mammals right Maybe they're trying to, like, infect the world with mammalian goo and turn everything into mammals so they can take over. Uh, so that's, you know, a, a nice new enemy for the Splatoon universe, uh, assuming they're enemies. It's basically hair growth formula? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, so, you know, the mystery, I guess, is, like, what's really going on with this this new plot line? Is Grizzco the enemy, or is it really Doctarians that are the enemy and Grizzco's trying to suppress them? Like, who knows what's going on? Um, I smell sort of an alliance, like not necessarily like, I don't know. There's a, there is a lot of power creep in like Nintendo plot lines. So maybe the Grizzlies are like the big, even better guys. I mean, they're, they're, I don't know. They're a I kind of feel like it's more like uh, a third team emerging and they're cooperating because the Inklings and Salmonids are friends. Yeah. So why don't we make friends with Oh, yeah, and, and footing speaking almost. of the salmon, so one of the twists is that the salmon are able to counteract this hairy goo. So. Yeah. Hence, hence the alliance. This so funny and cute. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's it. Okay, so we have a couple more big ones. Let's get through some smaller things. Here is a new spellbinding RPG. It's called... I gets this picture is so small i can't even read it but it's a rpg card game anyone remember yoko taro is the illustrator or director is it voice um, of cards does that sound right something like that i guess no one has anything to say about it so if you're interested in card rpgs go ahead and check that out it does look pretty fun but i not not our flavor i suppose um hyrule warriors dlc alex did you have um or anyone i mean i know alex is a big zelda fan though um I saw this, uh, the, the story bits, it's hard to sort of piece them together, but I think I see where this could be going. Um, if you look at the key art that they showed for the DLC, you sort of see what looks like the shattered eye of your little guardian buddy, which makes me think something's going to happen to that guy in this DLC. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I won't veer too much into spoiler territory, but, uh, I think that maybe I can't tell for sure if this takes place like during the story or after the story, but if it takes place after the story, uh, I think, uh, if you, all all I'll say is, uh, there's a, there's a hard cut that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity does away from what you expect the story to be. And I think this might be a way of them bringing that back into alignment with, uh, the original Breath of the Wild backstory. Um, Hmm. So would you say that someone who has not played Hyrule Warriors uh, should feel enticed for this? I mean, not to like put judgment onto a person's like personal like wants in a game, but is this enough to like entice someone who hasn't played yet? Uh, I wouldn't say the DLC is a good reason to jump on if you haven't played yet. It does, I haven't seen anything that suggests this is anything more than just more Hyrule Warriors content. Uh, so if okay. it's, it's not, if that's like not a game that's for you, then it's just probably still not going to be for you. Um, I will say, I guess if you, uh, didn't really care much for the original Hyrule Warriors, this game is sort of different in that, uh, it's less focused on capturing territory and more focused on just straight fighting. Um, 
neat which feel it feels a lot more like breath of the wild in that respect um they have a fast travel system to sort of a company because i know the keeps in the original were like how Um, you warp around the map i don't remember but you do switch between characters a lot and that's present throughout the campaign so you've got you've got sort of of workarounds and you can send your characters that you're not controlling to different parts of the map while you're running around doing other stuff so it's it's pretty it's pretty convenient to get around yeah nice it sounds like a they got rid of the keeps and the keeps are still there they're just not as prominent it's not as important to the to the gameplay um, anyone interested in Chocobo Racing? GP? Chocobo GP, I believe it's... Um, in, in concept, yes, because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> and I do, like, I don't have much else to say about it. So, like, maybe I'll buy it. I'm not sure. I love that But I do skates. love the concept. Yeah, everything about it is pleasing to me. Um, I don't know if that's enough to make... I'm also, like, just not huge into racing games anyway. But, um, you know... I think it's fun. I think it's cute and cool and would make me giggle. So there's that. I did a little bit of research on this game, and it turns out this is like a sequel to a game that already existed. They had a 3DS one, I think. Really? Maybe. I did not know that. I don't remember where. I thought there was a PlayStation one, and they may have made another. It sounds honestly like one of the things they've made for every system, and no one ever has, like, noticed. Yeah, there's tons of Chocobo games. They all kind of fly under the radar. So this is heavily, like, referential to those like it has a lot of characters from the chocobo subseries including the last chocobo racing games uh it also does a thing that i love and it has tons of final fantasy 9 fan service the couple there's a couple characters vv and steiner if you know that game and and this and one of the tracks is alexandria from that game uh so like that that speaks to me i think uh i also learned because it's called alexandria and your name is alex i mean you dark alex or... would think that way. <laughs> uh, i just really love that's alexandria. how i thought uh, yeah yes. I see the original came out in That's 1999. You want to take it over? Yeah, it came out in 1999. That's, really That's, a, that's I think, the same year. No, it's the year before Final Fantasy IX came out. Okay. Yeah. So that might be why, why they're yeah, related. Um, I also found out that one of the stage, one of the tracks is going to be the Thieves Town from Final Fantasy VI, uh, which was like one of my favorite places in that game. Uh, so it seems like nice. they're really tapping the well and picking really good stuff from uh, throughout the franchise. Yeah, and I bet it is going to be really cool to see them like realized into a cool 3D racing game. I mean, I always love looking at any part of the Mario universe or now expanded Nintendo in Mario Kart. And yeah, yeah, there's there's a neat way that they it, it in, is a smart move. It's a, yeah, there's a neat way that racing games tend to interpret these slices of their universes that they focus on. So cool. Um. So there is not a lot to like say about the things because there's a new directs coming for both Smash and Animal Crossing. Um, Smash is getting a direct October 5th. I think there's just a vague next month for Animal Crossing, but we do know Brewster is coming. I feel it in my bones that Sora is coming to Smash Bros because, you know, why else, you know, just of course of course you save the last character to be the one who is like number one on every region's chart and is he actually yeah it's my thought he's yeah, also he's an anime character with a sword and like they were okay. I, nintendo didn't release this but there were a lot of like uh consolidating sort of fan response polls that were like who did you vote for in the ballots and sora was basically number one everywhere got it and they got basically everyone else from everywhere. So, I mean, <laughs> um, other contenders could be like Crash, Rayman, um, 
I know, Alex, you and I both think it's actually possible we get like Taboo or Galeem or Masterhand or something, a Smash character yeah. uh, so, to justify, well, to uh, further enjoy the boss mode from Sephiroth's introduction and uh, just cap off the Smash Bros. ultimate package. Yeah, so there's, there's actually something to that, though, and that is that uh, Sakurai's positioning this presentation as the final battle. Which is weird. I don't think that's really something that he's, he's done with the past ones. Um, so that makes it, it, I mean, maybe it's just, you know, flavor and it's just, oh, it's the final fighter. Or it's, you think it could be uh, story DLC? Or it's a, well, maybe it is. Maybe it comes with story DLC. I if it is if a like, taboo type character, I, I could totally see that being a thing. Um, honestly, if it's like any kind of character, I could see them having story DLC that just like wraps up all the dlc fighters from the series well you know the last two years of of the dlc series um yeah that content that they would have gotten in past games light mode. Or, or yeah in the world yeah. of light mode yeah well yeah i mean i i, I don't I, just, I don't feel them introducing the stages again uh you know, like pokey floats and stuff like that i don't know if they would wrap that all back in. but uh, yeah we'll we'll see what they say yeah we'll see what happens we really don't know have they said anyone excited for animal crossing Great. I'm sorry, Alex, did you have something to say? I was going to say, have they said that they're doing no more development on Smash Bros. Ultimate, or they've just said they're done developing fighters? Because those are two different things. I, you know, I, I think it still has not been clear. They said this... I mean, I'm not trying to say that, like, we have, you know, we should expect more, but I... It sounds like they're saying this is the final presentation and okay. the final fight. Could be, yeah. So, um... I mean, you know, I, I guess I... It's conceivable, theoretically, yeah, that they could have a surprise drop in a direct, you know, next year. That's like, hey, we've got three Echo Fighters coming to Smash Bros. for yeah, six dollars or more stages or something. Uh, you know, we, you know exactly how they fight. They're just fun costumes. Yeah, yeah, stage pack. Yeah, um, I don't think that's really. I I feel like they're done. I guess it's the been they, it's been like three years, right? And the, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Wouldn't it be crazy if the last fighter was uh, Chris Pratt? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, my God. What brings up Chris Pratt? Let's get through some uh, some of these headlines that I don't think anyone's going to have Do we have to, to hold our about. tongue for a minute? Okay. Chris Pratt is a meme Mario. Such a good video. So. We have Mario Party Superstars has got some new boards. Pretty predictable ones. Um. It's unfortunate to blow through this game as much as we uh, are going to be doing in this episode, unless anyone really uh, is super passionate about it. But kind of the story about it is it's the perfect Mario Party package that we've all been waiting for and asking for and begging for for years. And it's finally here. And so, you you know, get excited for it. But also, you know exactly what it is. So what do we have to say? I mean, a lot of this content is from the Nintendo 64 games, and they're putting out of this nice Nintendo 64 controller. So I, I think if they're not going to put the Mario Party N64 games on Nintendo Switch Online, they could at least keep bringing content from those games as DLC. They haven't said that they're going to do that, but the fact that they're capping another Mario Party game at five traditional boards doesn't really sit well with me. I think people complained about that with the last game, and was, we're hoping they'd add more yeah, stuff. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I take everything back. And... Here, it's like they're basing all their content on past content, so it's not like you need to build new things from scratch. It's just like, oh, let's 
let's <laughs> recreate the thing we made already um anyway that's my thought i mean it seems like a good package <laughs> even even now even with what we know but i think yeah i mean it's it's I guess in that way, it's not like exceeding the bar for a Mario Party game. It's just a reliable package of all the best content that we know we like. So it's not kind of a weird like travel looking at car yeah. and jump from warp pipe from four tiny islands. You know, all the weird stuff they've been trying lately. Um, so, you know, just classic good old fashioned board games. Um, Dying Light and Dying Light 2 anybody they're games all right that exist to come in i tried Triangle doing strategy. hitman on <laughs> oh. cloud version and just that didn't really work out so i don't really i don't have any expectations for cloud is this version cloud games game? one of them yeah. is i think this number the sequel is and then they're bringing the original one ah. natively right i don't know i'm not too interested in the genre is a little saturated so but it's cool if you want to pl- if you want to play it um uh, Disney Magical World, <laughs> you know, we've been waiting. Oh my God, wait, one. no, forget the movie. Let's just talk about that yeah. for the next four years. Project Triangle Strategy is, um, it's just looking pretty. It's just Triangle it's Strategy now. now. Triangle Strategy. <laughs> uh, uh, looks like they took good feedback into account. The UI felt a little bit, uh, hard to read, I think, originally in the demo. So I'm glad that they're, they're looking at that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to playing this game as, as, as I think I talked about when it was first revealed, like, I love that you've got this like 3d diorama in like this pixel art style that you can rotate the camera in. That's such a cool sort of way to do that kind of art style. Uh, so I'm just excited to like play around in this world and even, even just look at it, rotate the camera and take it all in. Like, even if the game is not one I'm super happy with, I'm just down for that experience. I agree. I do like the. I've always liked the visuals of that game. It does look really. And good. the music is really yeah. good too, it, from what I've heard. A bunch of the soundtrack leaked online. Um, it's rad. Honestly, just get it to support the art. Yeah, <laughs> these are some of the prettiest games they're making, and yeah, I mean this and the the Dragon Quest remakes just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I want them to keep keep using this art style because you know we've we've been getting a lot like of like an original legend of zelda like that i know right we've been getting a lot of like questionable looking retro revivals uh, lately uh one of them that came oh, up like um the legendary act razor like, game like act now in hd see. coming to nintendo switch see i can do the segues <laughs> um <laughs> yeah you got uh, it man yeah like sometimes games that you modernize and you've like changed them from pixel art looking graphics sometimes that works well i don't think it's working too well with act razor it seems like one of those games where it's like you'll get used to it after a while but it does not make a good first impression yeah yeah it just kind of looks a little ugly yeah i don't know if it's like it looks like those. i don't know if it's rushed or like an artistic vision that i disagree with but the UI and the art and the models versus the backgrounds, it just, none of the layers really look that compatible with each other. And yeah. I don't know how to describe it beyond that. It kind of looks like an old, like, pre rendered graphics, like, PC game from, like, the early 90s. Yeah. But it's not the early 90s, and I don't think anyone's really nostalgic for that. Right. Yeah, why would you remaster it to a different style from <laughs> Yeah, movies? right, right. Uh, good point. Um, but it's a step up from Ghosts and Goblins. Yes, I will right? agree with that for sure. Sorry to those. Um, the Castlevania Advanced Collection looks very beautiful, though. Yep. 
I mean, it looks like that's looks also like a Game Boy Advance Wars. game, and Game Boy Advance games yeah. looked pretty good. Um, I hear Great they uncompressed the audio games. on this. That's good. Good. Uh, I cool. am not. I don't have an appetite for Metroidvanias right now because there's like an actual Metroid game coming out in like two weeks. So I'll yeah. wait on this, but it's on my list. Does for anyone sure. have um, Metroid Dread thoughts coming up now that we know so much more about the game? I mean, uh, it is also like more than a week away so we could we could hold it it looks cool but i'm, I'm not gonna lie i i at this point i kind of thought it was already out <laughs> <laughs> just because of all the marketing i guess yeah. i don't know but it's good that they're but it does look like a cool game yeah well they're saying a lot like before yeah i see why you thought that yeah I'm, uh, in fact a lot of people seem to be a little annoyed about about the volume of uh story details and, and trailers I did. I saw an article complaining about it, yeah. that the, saying that they should have said less. So, which I yeah. mean, I, I feel a little bad about because like it's finally Metroid's time to shine. I'm sure the Treehouse is just like, come on, guys! Like we, we were so excited. We we have a new Metroid game. Like, yeah, it's it's that's sort of the funny I, dichotomy I, here. Is like you have all these longtime fans that I'm sure are, like pissed that they're seeing stuff that they would have rather like experienced for themselves. But then you have the newcomers who don't know much about Metroid, and you know the Metroid right. audience has never been that big. I imagine they're thinking they'll be able to hit it big with this version. Uh, those people don't know anything about any of these details. They have no attachment to Chozo or to Kraid or any of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they just want to show off the action, the graphics, which are beautiful, by the way. You Like, amazing, lightning fast, and exponential improvement. I don't know. Kudos to them. Around E3, I was like, this looks a little like... I, I was a little skeptical, but I would like... Um, the, the visuals in the final result, especially as compared to how graphically stunning Metroid traditionally has been. I mean, at least since Super Metroid. And so, I mean, by now, it just looks like the best Metroid game. I mean, including mechanically. Like, all the weapons and subsystems and abilities, just by miles. It looks uh, And I hope it'll live up to that. Yeah. It's a lot with Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, etc. But I said it. Yeah, the, the fluidity looks great. The the map design, I think, is where it's going to live or die. Sure, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Lee, did you like Disco Elysium? I remember. Uh, yes, yeah. Disco Elysium is one of my favorite games. Um, I'm excited that it's coming to Switch, because hopefully it just means more people will play it. Um, I think it'll translate to Switch pretty well. Um, if you haven't played it, go play it. It, it truly is... Uh, uh, an amazing example of like what an RPG game can be. Um, and yeah, I mean, the final cut came out a couple of months ago. It added in some new content and the version that's coming to the switch is the final cut one. So it's going to have all the bells and whistles. Um, everything is fully voiced now, which was one of the changes that they made in the final cut. Yeah, go play it. It's a good detective game. It's a good RPG uh, I can never stop thinking about it. I'm a little obsessed. So where would you say? But I mean, it's oh, you know. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I have nothing more to where say. Where would you say it sort of um, toes the line between those two genres mechanics? Like, is it sort of uh, in, in mm. almost in what way is it an RPG versus uh, detective? So game? right. So 
every decision uh, that can be made in the game, or almost every decision that can be made in the game, uses like a literal dice rolling system. You can see it on the screen. Um, so you have you have a bunch of stats that uh, none of them will make sense at first when you play because they're things like um, savoir faire and like electrochemistry. Oh, um, but they're but they're at right, yeah. So they're <laughs> attributes of your character, but but they're stats. And there are tons of skill checks, like literal like RPG, like Dungeons and Dragons type tabletop deal. Um, and so that's kind of like the mechanics of how conversations go, how decisions go. But the rest of it is like this point and click detective y sleuthing game where you you know, you find items, you go to new areas, there are tons of different ways to solve different problems, and lots of problems can go unsolved depending on how you go through the game. There's like there's a surprisingly large amount of choice um, for, you know, an indie game that scope isn't as, you know, large as, as what you might, you know, expect when you look at a AAA game. But it, you can do things so many different ways. I've played through it twice now, um, and both times were, were very different, um, even though the plot is more or less the same. So it's it's just a really, uh, I'd say it balances the mechanics really well. It integrates them kind of perfectly, in my opinion. Awesome. Um, and, and they elevate each other with the way that uh, the kind of dialogue skill tree interactions work and then the point and click How does works. the character development work? Is it like based on the dialogue options you pick, you sort of move in a certain direction, or is it, like, based on the things you choose to interact with in the world? Or both? Both. So, yeah, so so different um, different dialogue interactions can give you, like, different attributes to your character. Like, you can be, like, so you play as a cop, right? So you can be different kinds of cops depending on both things that you interact with and ways that you solve okay. problems in the game, but also just how you talk to other people will give you different skill points or, like, different attribute points that will make your character more one way or more another way. And the characters around you, like, do react to that, to your reputation. Um and I also think the game is very interesting, which this isn't a spoiler, but like you, you're not like a great person. And I always think it's fun when you play a game, um, and and you are not like the shining example of a protagonist. Yeah. You, you know, it, it it is not a light game. There there are, it, it's definitely heavy. Um, well, that's classic noir that, detective, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's another a- like aspect of how it kind of sub- subverts some of the point and click RPG ness and plays more into the detective sleuth murder mystery type okay. deal. I'm really interested in this game, but I you know, a lot of games that that go into like Switch usually take those big tech- technical like yeah. you know, hits. I Listen, um, the graphics aren't, like, insane, so I don't, I, I, I couldn't say, like, how much of a hit it will take. I know that when they first ported it to console, um, last, I want to say March, maybe? When they first did that, there were some graphics issues and graphics bugs, but I assume that they've smoothed those out for the Switch. I can't imagine it would excuse me, really mess with what's going on. Gotcha. Okay. That said, they did have problems on, on other consoles, so, like, I'm not going to lie to you and say that it, it's going to be perfect. Okay. But I think I think it's manageable. I mean, again, it's a point and click. It's not, nothing crazy is going on graphically. Right, it's, right, it's very yeah. painterly. It's just sprites walking around um, in a more or less 2D space. Like uh, Project Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Cool. Well, well, I'll definitely check it out. There's it my really Disco cool. Elysium speech. <laughs> Is anyone, finally, before the, the uh, last couple big Nintendo drops, playing Deltarune? 
Yeah, I was. I haven't yet, but I want to. I want my my lips are sealed, but I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Oh, oh good. You can't talk about it because from where you're from, it's ender. Right. You got it. Awesome. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> well done. Sure. Thank you. Um, nice work. Well, how's, how's that version of the game? Uh, it's crazy. It's the exactly same as the one we have, right? Could you describe that, please? Uh, it's, uh, it, all the colors are inverted, and it hurts your eyes a lot, and all the music is, uh, if it's a, ma- if it's a song in a major key, it's in a minor key, and if it's a song in a minor key, it's in a major key. Uh, it's pretty trippy. It's great. Instead of go to the dark world, you go to the light world. Um, instead of saving everyone, you, you just kill everyone. It's basically like Undertale, really, you know? Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, also, it's the, for the version coming to Switch is also yep. free, right? Yeah. Because I know it's free it's for you PC. Just, if you have okay, cool. chapter one, awesome. you just update it, and it gives you chapter two. And chapter yeah, one I actually, is free, right? Chapter one's also free, yeah. Yeah, it's they're That's both great. free. And I had downloaded it from the website, Chapter 1, and I don't know what happened to it. And then I downloaded Chapter 2 from Steam, because when I downloaded it from the website, it didn't work out. But uh, somehow it carried over my first save. So, hey, you might be surprised, even if you switch up the, uh, pro- the your strategy. So it's got a cloud save with Steam? I have no idea. It just that's it just worked out for me. Toby Fox <laughs> works some miracles in like how your computer remembers stuff. Exactly. So like I don't know. Don't question it. Yeah, roll with it. <laughs> well, amazing. Um, would you? Well, I mean, I guess absolutely free is a great recommendation in its own right. Everyone, mm-hmm. go check out Delta Rune. Um, we also know that Undertale is like a great game and caused a huge like impact fan base however you want to put Insane. it so, it's the pope's yeah. favorite there's game. something there um kirby has got his first 3d platforming adventure it's very adorable he joins the big city but no one's there i guess it's long after <laughs> the apocalypse there's like a there's like a sign in that that shopping mall that has like kirby on it with like a no strike struck through him I think. Oh my god, I it says on the Nintendo website that this game takes place in spring 2022. What do they know? It takes place in spring 2022? Oh my Does god. Does it say that? <laughs> no, it said... That was the joke, but... <laughs> Kirby. Uh, Kirby has eaten Mysterious everything. world in spring 2022. Everything and everyone has been devoured by Kirby. Um, <laughs> From COVID-19 to Kirby-19. Now he must deal with his Animal regrets. Crossing, they locked us down. <laughs> And you know what? I'm happy about it. I get to play a great new Kirby game. Me too. I, I will say I've been I was spoiled by Mario Odyssey, just how beautiful that game looks visually. So when I looked at this game, I was like, oh, it's no Mario Odyssey. But you know, it's it still looks exciting. I still look I still look forward to it. it looks like a fun yeah. time. I'm, I'm and Kirby has been 2D for so long. It, yeah. This is going to be nice I'm, and refreshing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really liking the interactivity between the Kirby mechanics and the 3D space. It uh, seems like a lot of the like pedestrianness of Kirby comes down to it being 2D, and so a lot of the challenges are pretty simple. But now that you've got to like shoot stuff out of your mouth in a bunch of directions, I wonder how how much more difficult that will be in comparison. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Joaquin Phoenix voicing Kirby <laughs> in the movie. 
you think to that point though alex do you think they'll have a sort of like sonic type homing like mechanic to it i mean they've got to have something because if it's full 360 degree like movement that's gonna be really really yeah um I know what, what always trips me up in Banjo Kazooie Final Boss is having to shoot the the eggs into those little tiny holes, mm. and uh, yeah, had a little lock on, it'd be a lot easier. Um, I also don't mean to like diminish COVID nineteen or anything. I was being fully like ironic and satirical about that comment. Oh no, of for course the, for yeah, the yeah. audience too. Like I, I didn't mean <laughs> make anyone sad or upset. <laughs> well, now I'm sad. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You you can be uh, blue, Alex. Now. Ah, uh, blue, Alex. Kirby wears a mask and he can't suck anything in the game. <laughs> See, now we're both in hot water. <laughs> Kirby wakes up on on a beach after having gone on a bender. <laughs> Canonically. Canonically. In this one, he's fully got the martini in hand. I mean, if that's not the story, then you know. What's the point? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the world from the the Last of Us. Kirby's going to be <laughs> I've, visiting. I've seen that joke a lot. Everywhere, yeah. everywhere. I've seen the uh, near Automata comparisons too. I actually thought that the trailer was going to be for Splatoon three for a second because of you know the the ruined Eiffel Tower thing from the first trailer. Yeah, it's like oh this just looks like yeah. a Splatoon level, and that's like oh yeah there's a Kirby good game. They're fake outs. Yeah, uh, yeah. When it cut to the uh the, to the palm trees I, for a second, I thought it was going to be Donkey Kong. The the palm trees, oh. the the pacing of that scene reminded me of the Crash Bandicoot one intro, where Crash also wakes up mm. on a beach and then is staring down this like pathway. Uh, I kind of feel like it was a direct reference. I really got a Crash Bandicoot vibe from the beginning in this trailer too, and I feel like they wanted to they wanted to let you know that the the linearity is similar. Yeah, gameplay wise, it does feel like a midpoint between Crash and like Mario three D Land. Yeah. Um, well, amazing. Um, before we get into the big finale pieces, is anyone interested in Bayonetta 3? I, I feel like okay. I want to be. Uh, I, I've played the first one. I liked the first one well enough. I played the second one, didn't really finish it, even though I think I liked it better. I was just, I just wasn't in the mood to play my Wii U at the time, I think. Uh, but what intrigues me about this one is, uh, they've, they've taken a weird direction with bayonetta's character design and i didn't understand it at first but then i looked back through the the history of the series and it looks like her hairstyle is like based on her her hairstyle when she was a child and so i'm like really curious about what that means even though the bayonetta story is like nonsense uh i don't know that's just that's an interesting direction to take a character like this uh fans if you have ideas we'd love to hear it at nintendo (laughs) week pod on twitter um, yeah, congrats! I I, didn't, I, I haven't played the other spoilers? games either. I don't know. We're I haven't played the other Bayonetta games, but uh, you know that just congratulations to Bayonetta fans because that game was announced so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Hey, we it's not Metroid Prime Four, but we have Metroid and Bayonetta this year. That's yeah. a win. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got a you got a you got a big sexy lady. People, kids love that these days. In both so. games. Yeah. She can step um, on you. She'll shoot well, you. It's all good. At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well. Uh, 
Rehealed Beauty is coming to Nintendo Switch as well. The Nintendo 64 controller has been perfectly recreated, you guys, for this amazing online expansion. They haven't really announced the details of pricing yet. It's going to be a new pricing tier, but I'm okay with that. 20 bucks a year is already like pretty cheap for modern gaming, and uh, Nintendo's netcode is pretty uh, dated, uh, to be fair. But <laughs> I don't expect more than 10 or 20 more dollars for this pack of Nintendo 64 and Genesis games. And they're both getting really authentic new controllers that also have apparently ZL and ZR buttons for at least the 64 controller um, for modern gaming. So that's amazing. Yeah, you could play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate probably with the Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> yes! Oh, <laughs> So, you know, good luck destroying your control intended. stick. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's inevitable with the original part. Um, I guess people are going to grind holes in their palms playing Mario Party as well. <laughs> yeah. But we have yet to see if maybe they have a different kind of spring trigger. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, the manufacturing process, I'm sure, is somewhat different. It's just a question of how different. Way more exciting, let's get real, is the games. What games y'all excited to play? All right. I'm trying to let someone else go first. I'm trying to always go first. We all played them already is the problem. It's all great um, in theory. I was I I won't I won't lie. I was I was a, a little. I felt it was a little sneaky seeing Mario 64 there after they did the All Stars limited run thing. Mm. I I did think it was a little bit of a sneaky move. I in, mean right. I, I'm I'm okay with it. But I was a little like, okay, all right. I'm going to defend that from two angles. One is okay. why preclude N64 online customers from Super Mario 64? As the best in the don't. I'm not game. saying don't uh, no, don't no, I, do that. I, I know. I'm just saying that's sort of the the point in defense. Um, right. And two is like I, there is no two. I, I kind of think it was a, a no. There is. It was a, a marketing like <laughs> trick. Honestly, I give them a lot of credit for making this big, like, limited run deal, and then manufacturing plenty of them. You can still walk into any physical store that sells video games and find Super that's Mario true. 3D All-Stars right there. And and that's not even, like, I just anyone who wanted it digital, I feel like had plenty of time to pre-order, download, post-order. Like, there was just months where Fair it was available. Enough. And now it's still perfectly available in stores. So the biggest punishment of waiting is getting a cool, like, physical piece of gaming history. Yep. To me, it's a win, 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 win. Yeah, I guess. But I, eh. no, you're absolutely right. But I, I, I did feel like, oh, you're not going to be able to play this for, if you don't pick it up now. And that's... I mean that's not the case. It's true. You can you can still pick up those copies in store, like you said. But when that when pre-orders opened, because they said that it was like on the top of Amazon top selling, yeah. me included. I, I had never played two of those games before, and I wanted to try them. Um, I mean, I'm, again, I'm not that I'm not slighted by it really, sure. but I I did feel it was a little like, all right, we got to put this out first and get everyone hyped up about it, and then we'll be like, hey, don't worry, we're doing the the nintendo 64 games on here um again i don't think it's like the worst thing 
that could have been done for sure i am a little surprised that you know they cut off manufacturing the game in march and then this didn't come out for more than six months after that like it seems like you would want to be like all right we're gonna stop selling you this game but you can still access it if you pay us our subscription and just do that short i think if they had done that i think if they had done that though it would be more noticeable like what i'm saying and maybe people would react badly to it like i mean people are gonna react badly either way i feel like i mean that's true but it it might be more sensational i don't know since the time is so close to it i feel like they probably wanted to let it cool off but also like covid probably delayed their plans anyway that's probably true could have made a great announcement to say hey uh the game is no longer online but for even less money you get all these nintendo 64 games don't worry about sunshine and galaxy we told you it's limited edition but you can play every nintendo 64 game on this list yeah yeah Um, i wonder if we're gonna get a like nintendo wii is gonna get the same treatment at some point that'd be cool I mean, it seems like they've done the heavy lifting to get the get emulators out that work pretty well for Switch. So that you've got those for GameCube, you got them for Wii. Clearly, from the Mario collection. That's so true. it's like, why not? Why not right. use them? The delivery yeah. mechanism will probably need to change because you can't just have a single app that has a bunch of GameCube and Wii games stuffed into it. Because games are like starting to crawl into the gigabytes in size. Uh, so they yeah, probably I mean, that's be... where I think the eShop comes in. They'll probably be just HD re-releases. Yeah, and maybe priced lower for like. I don't know if they like do custom robo or something. GP robo. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to right. imagine like if they want people to keep people subscribed, if they really want to ride that subscription train, like you you make you give people tons of reasons to keep paying, and tons of reasons are more games from more systems that you're emulating on Switch, and you're emulating them, so they're pretty low effort for the most part. Uh, so I could see them being packed in the subscription fee, or yeah, like you said, an HD re release of them. Do we think, uh, how, how many more years do we think Switch has left? I, I agree with you, like, in theory and in principle, but I just, given the pace of the online releases, don't know that it'll end up that way. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. I mean, the, the nice thing is they've got their, now that they've got their Nintendo account system and now that they're on this architecture that they seem to be committed to for the next who knows how long like even if they release a new platform they can keep the 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 subscription service going they can keep adding games to the service and they're all emulated so you should be able to access them still um so i don't think anything really is stopping them from just keeping on expanding it even if they move to a new platform yeah i mean i i definitely agree with that uh i i also think and you and i have talked about this a little bit before like why stop with just switch owners though if you have the the subscription model and you're 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 capturing dollars from people why not put these emulated games on phones or on computers or on like you can release these controllers to the public and not just to online owners yeah put them in target yeah yeah yeah. it seems it seems weird that the controllers are available to your subscribers and not in store if the model is to sell to just the switch owners like why not right. just make the subscription open to more people and sell more controllers? See, it's, it's easier well, and, revenue. And they, listen, not not to squeeze, but they can also introduce like a higher plan that says, "Hey, you have access to all these games on all your devices." Yeah, they could do that. No, nah, I think that's I that's pretty much what Xbox that, is doing, right? You know, you can play on Xbox, you can play on Nintendo PC, or you can play on <laughs> Skeptical. <Here. laughs> Maybe there's your incentive. Uh, speaking of Xbox, Banjo Kazooie is coming. 
they confirmed it. Yeah. I'm right. I mean, it, it was one of those things where it's like, what's the point if you can't get the rare games? And they they seem to be getting some rare games, so that's good. Um, yeah. I was a little afraid that they'd just do first party games uh, that they still owned. And yeah, you know. I'm glad that this happened. I have felt for a while though that rare games are a little bit inevitable. Like, I can imagine we're definitely getting Diddy Kong Racing, and, yeah. and the reason I say that is just because of Banjo and Smash. Like, obviously they're friends again, and I, I, I Golf Microsoft has no other I just plans don't for see the character. Phil Spencer ever saying right? Yeah we need banjo on xbox as opposed to nintendo consoles where people actually like the character yeah they haven't put out a new banjo game in like what like that's where the games are gonna sell like yeah more than 10 years now i like that this is for, like they i was kind of expecting maybe like a uh hd collection remaster i would love like that Crash but Spyro. i'll take but, I'll i take mean them. hey the games look fine and uh, for you know I say free, but you know the, the online tier. Free is a package deal. Uh, that's a. I'll take it. I'm happy with that. Colin, I think we talked before. You have you ever played Banjo Kazooie? I've played like two levels. You should play it. I know. Well, I listen to the soundtrack <laughs> over and over again, and I I um like, like the whole song soundtrack oh, yeah, or just yeah, the yeah. theme song. Oh the, no, the whole All thing right. like a billion times in like orchestral versions and things like Colin, that. Colin, you need the, the, the coziness of Click Clock Wood, but actually being in the space while you're listening to the soundtrack. Mm, I feel like that may be true. That's like one that of my favorite. Levels. You gotta go the back up to the attic. I know are so much fun, and I just it was one of those things. I got it in order to like fiddle around with it. It was definitely like before my time as a gamer, so I got it like okay. Uh, around like i want to say maybe 2014 2015 oh, okay, so i okay. kind of like plugged it in and played you know at that point it's kind of an gave oddity. it a shot and was like yeah. great it is awesome that's right yeah and then i but i you know i had school and stuff yeah 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 makes sense um i'm but yeah very exciting Hopefully I'm we'll get the next one hopeful for more third parties to jump on board to this one I know we've gotten some third parties releasing their N64 games just on Switch as downloadable titles, but you've got companies like Konami who could release their Bomberman catalog that was on Switch. You've got more rare yeah. games that you could bring over, like Jeff Force Gemini and Perfect Dark. That would be really rad. Um, you've got the sort of weird games that a lot of people probably were exposed to in Nintendo Power and never played, like uh, Glover or Ogre Battle yes. 64, which was one that I always really wanted to play. Or this weird game called Buck Bumble, where you play as this little bee wasp guy who's fighting other bugs. I don't remember the story, but I remember that really... the coolest name ever. I remember really loving it. Had this really <laughs> cool uh, theme song that you should look up on YouTube. Go bzz, 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 bzz. Uh, I don't remember it well enough to try to emulate it, but... Uh, uh, I think that's right. Put it in the yeah. show notes or something. <laughs> um, uh you've got a ton of racing games you've got uh wave race 64 which i know is not third party but it's a racing game that's not a mario kart uh we talked about diddy kong racing you've got snowboard kids from atlas yeah it's a fan favorite you've got extreme g i don't know where the rights for that game are right now that was an old acclaim game and r.i.p acclaim they're gone forever uh but that would be really cool uh just there's a I'm lot of thinking about like the japan only first party games that came to nintendo 64 and the disc drive like, oh yeah the original yeah. animal crossing could come to nintendo 64 virtual console it's conceivable yes they'd have to translate like, it um, although maybe it's similar yeah. to the gamecube one right the gamecube one's basically an expanded for emblem and i guess animal crossing is huge to translate that one specifically maybe won't. like yeah. uh i think custom robo maybe doshin the giant oh, doshin like, giant would be cool cool classics you could get 
they already have sin and punishment, so it looks like there's precedent. But they did translate that for Wii Virtual Console already, so yeah, we'll see. Um, another thing that might be cool is Pokemon Stadium games, especially if we get Game Boy games also mm-hmm. in Nintendo Switch Online bef- uh, mm-hmm. in the future, which people, some that people have said. That would be sick. I would love um, home integration, and I know that sounds inevitable because, like, of course you're going to be able to bring your Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow teams to Pokemon Stadium and the virtual console versions of each. Um because you were able to in the originals. Like, it's a, it was a kind of a core part of the game, in fact. So you don't really have Pokemon Stadium without bringing your Game Boy sprites up to the... I guess you got the rental Pokemon system, but it's not the same. Yeah, it'll, I think, be kind of tough because uh, didn't they make a lot of changes to the way stats worked between the Game Boy games and uh, the modern ones? Yeah. Like, they had one I... special stat, right? And then they split it up later? Yeah. I, so I could see, um, like, I, could I, see I don't know what formulas they use to kind of eat. figure that out. Yeah, but I wonder if it goes in both directions, they could though, you know, right? engineer it somehow, yeah. at least to a workable form, yeah. Um, um, I mean, either way, I think it, it, there's, it's a no-brainer to have. At least you you should be able to bring your Game Boy games or your Game Boy Pokemon into home, even if you can't, if you can't bring them back. Yeah. And honestly, even if, if they can figure out the reverse code... Well, anybody that you caught in Sword and Shield that is from the original set, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess moves that don't work, but... Maybe, maybe the real answer I is a Stadium 1 and 2. Pokemon Stadium Deluxe with all the mini games, a new world map. The Game Boy Tower is now like Pokemon Home app integration. You modernize kind of the stuff. mechanics. Yeah, just new Pokemon Stadium game, period. Yeah, rad. I'd play anyway, um, what we're all dying to talk about <laughs> is Chris Pratt starring in the Super Mario movie. We're finally Woo. here. This glorious, beautiful day. Does nobody agree? Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what else can you say, you know? Not my favorite, Chris. What is there to say? say? It's <laughs> Mario. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that is what everyone's saying. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's great because Chris Pratt, as we all know, is most famous for saying, I'm Chris Pratt. So, I mean, really, who else? I think better than Charles Martinet, personally. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't do this sooner. I'm curious to see what they do with the voice because while Charles Martinet's take is iconic, it's a little little racist. Uh, and a lot of people just think, oh, the Italians, they're funny. But, you know, maybe I if you're Italian, you'll feel that way. I agree you on that level. Um, <laughs> you found a really, really anti-Italian racist Chris Pratt tweet recently resurfaced. Did it? Uh, so, oh, wow, are you serious? Really? What's happening yeah. now? Uh, you I have to be what? with you, but he also proved it like uh, even worse. Well, what did he what say? Uh, I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. Don't even look. Uh, it's, what I mean, did Chris Pratt say again? I won't repeat Italian. it, but I'll look it okay. up. I don't know if it's. I, I, to, to be honest, I don't even know if it's that bad. It seems like dated. He could have been joking, potentially. I've never heard it in usage, but that may be a bubble. Oh my I'm not gosh. Italian. 
Is Chris Pratt gonna like lose this role instantly? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Are they Danny gonna recast right him like there. within the next week? Danny DeVito would be great. Um, I would. Yeah, that was the first guy that came to my mind too for uh, Mario. Um, I think he and Gilbert Godfrey would be a great Wario Waluigi pair, though. True. True. Oh, I think oh, on the wow. accent or the voice or whatever, I think I'd be okay with like a return to the like more early Mario cartoon type like Brooklyn accent. Like I think that'd be appropriate. Yeah. I think mm. maybe this Luigi. <laughs> I think maybe <laughs> the story is sort of being set up to go in that direction because they're working for Foreman Spike. So maybe they're kind of going back to their roots as like these working class dudes. Um, yeah, we get Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong, who's like the original from the arcade in canon. Fantastic uh, casting Donkey for those Kong two, by the way. You've got the Seth Rogen, yeah, uh, and uh, uh, Fred Armisen. Uh, Charlie think... Day too, awesome choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. think Charlie Day is fun. I do enjoy I feel that. Like he doesn't really have to change much about how he behaves. Yeah, for the role either. No, yeah. not at all. That's why it's so. That's good what. That's casting. what. All he has to do is, is be Charlie Day. That manic energy that <laughs> Luigi needs. Yeah, I'm exactly. telling you, Mario. I saw a ghost. It was right there. It was in front of my eyes. <laughs> Mario, we gotta go save the princess now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mario, I'm on a whole other level right now. Mario, I can't do this right now. Mario, come on, please. Oh, that's. I think that's going to be an actual line from the movie yeah, on right? a whole nother level. Absolutely. <laughs> they do um, a mushroom. <laughs> I mean, I think the Chris Pratt uh, casting is, like, really silly. Um, but I think by the time the trailer comes out and the movie people are going to start watching the movie, I don't think people are going to mind, honestly. I think it's going to be like, oh, okay. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, that's just my guess, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. I mean, he's a great performer. He's, he's in a lot of animated movies that no yeah. one ever seems to say. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pratt really brought this one down, and he leads them. So, <laughs> but I also I mean, think I what think other public opinion of Chris Pratt job. has gone down. I think people like Chris Pratt less than they did like when he did like yeah. the Lego Movie, yeah. for yeah. example. I like I just think like people loved him then, and you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, he was like living the high life, and I think that people just don't like him anymore yeah, yep. it's a it's and that's it's, a big part of it though i do agree that i think he's perfectly good at voice acting i don't think he does a bad job in anything yeah, i've seen I have him no in, so. about his chops either i think a lot I of think this it was, was driven just by sort of like public uh tiredness of him yeah and i mean he, he's you know i'm not not to dismiss like stuff he's done but i haven't like looked into like what he's done i kind of just been like oh chris pratt's not the best okay the sure <laughs> not gonna concern myself with it but uh sure if it's I, I mean the the thing that's just silliest is that it's just these a-list celebrities voicing mario characters it's just silly characters that, that in itself is it weird is, like it as is famous silly. as the actors are <laughs> yeah but it's like it's like honestly it's like the we, actors are playing cultural icons that are more famous than this. yeah exactly it's like that. Probably, Chris Pratt is it's no like Mario. That's like I don't think the selling point is Chris Pratt. I think the selling point is Mario. So it doesn't yeah. really and matter. This, I think there were two cast in that role. Really. And this isn't like a Sonic situation where Ben Schwartz like can do Sonic, and it just feels like Sonic. Like I don't, I don't know how these characters mm-hmm. are going to be because the voice actors just don't have any like pedigree with these kinds of or these particular characters. 
It's like the opening scene from Austin Powers Goldmember when they like do a fake out of an Austin Powers movie being filmed in the movie and it's starring like Tom Cruise and Danny DeVito and <laughs> yeah. uh, uh who else was it? Man, um just just all these celebrities that it's like okay, it's it's an it's a Hollywoodified version yeah. of Austin Powers. And that's basically what this is, but a full-length movie. And, you know, whatever. I mean, it's the Mario movie. Who really cares at the end of the day? True. Yeah, I mean, look, there's that's not true. great It'll be what it here. is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, like, we knew it's the Minions team, like, forever. What expectations yeah. did everyone have going into this? Like, come on. Honestly, I I was ready. Who didn't prepare I for also... this? I mean, I, I think, like, also... Oh no no no! Go ahead, please. No, it's a little off. To- it's a little different topic, so go for it. Okay. Well, I mean, again, like with game adaptations, they're either like fine or yeah. bad. <laughs> and I think, like, what it really like, they'll make money. It'll be fine. I really think, like, what what we what we have to worry about is like, is the Uncharted movie going to be bad? Is the Last of Us series going yeah. to be bad? If the Mario movie's bad. Okay, great. There are like three other bad Mario movies. It'll be okay. Uh, hey, they're right. all gems to me. <laughs> this is gonna go among the greatest. No matter who's, I, no matter who plays Mario in the end. What I think is funny is we're all like, God, what's Chris Pratt as Mario gonna sound like? What's the voice he's gonna sound like? But we we all unanimously know exactly what Donkey Kong is gonna sound like. <laughs> Seth Rogen voicing him. Yeah, it's just no gonna promise. be Seth Rogen's voice. Yeah. We're all just like, yep. <laughs> Also, uh, Keegan Jack Michael. Jack Black is Bowser, by the way. Oh yeah, Ke- Keegan Another... Michael yeah, okay. Key is so Toad. Both of those. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, Toad. Keegan Michael Key as Toad is such a strange. Like, sounds nothing like Toad, well, but is he could do? I'm sure it's gonna be hilarious because he he's really good. good. High pitch voices, but I kind of wonder what the if he just plays it straight and he just uses his own voice. I think he's just gonna use his own voice. <laughs> that's that's my prediction. Yeah. I mean, I mean. I I don't know. I, it seems hard to believe they wouldn't want someone who can at least can do a comic performance of Toad. I think it'll be there's somewhere no, in between. No, there's no way he's gonna go through the whole movie going. I think there there's is. no Toad's way he's doing be, that. Like, he's gonna have like fifteen lines. Maybe he's Maybe actually a hero. Who knows? He has to save Mario. It's I also think. Toad I mean. Counterpoint though, be. like there's gonna be a million toads and they'll all of course be going rah, 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 over the whole thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, like who are the, the equivalents of the like minions this in this game? Is it, is it like the, yeah. the Goombas or is it the Toads? Well both. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean who's Jack Black gonna be talking to, right? It's probably gonna be the rabbits. They're That's gonna bring exciting, the ra- rabbits right? in Jack from Jack Black from, is from... now the minion star. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for Jack Black as Bowser. That's just gonna be great no matter what. Yeah. Cool, we're all in agreement there. Um, Good, I'm glad. <laughs> sounded like that conversation interrupted someone else's train of thought. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson, K-Mac, um, Anya Taylor-Joy Peach. Uh, I think we've gone I know a lot of people who are excited day. about her. I am ambivalent is my note that I want to make public because I feel like I see a lot of people that are excited about her. I just think she's like hot right now. Not to say she isn't a yeah. good actress. I, I do well, really like her work, but as Peach, I'm just kind of like, is it because she's blonde? Like, what I don't about think it's the Queen's Gambit? <laughs> what about her? What are you talking? You think yeah, this but, movie? Uh, what is but... that about that? Is like.
like Pete. Well, like, do you think this movie's hiring celebrities based on their status and appeal? Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Like, what are you talking about right now? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I mean, you're definitely right. Um, but it's in a way that I think isn't, yeah, in line with not everybody, I guess. I don't even like, know, like, guess, what a person know, would want in a peach casting. You know what I mean? Well, right. she's like, got a pretty... Point, you're just doing a... You're just... You're just he has know. a princess voice. I mean, it's not much it's, of a personality. Like, so it's, we, not, exactly, it's not yeah. like Daisy where it's like, oh, yeah, Christian Shaw. But, uh, you, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know who you who you. Oh, my God. Is that actually wow. casting? No, no, is that just what's going to happen? That would be though. the perfect casting for, for Daisy. It would um, be. Wow. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't Crystal know what. Shaw would be a great um, uh, Koopaling. Koopaling. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she would be. Um, I bet there's someone better. Or like Cammy Toadette. Kuba? I don't know. Toadette. Yeah, Toadette. Oh, Toadette. Too. Oh my God, Kristen Schaal and Keegan Michael Key is Toad and Toadette. Can you imagine? <laughs> I think that is that is a stroke of genius well, right and then, there. Uh, Toadsworth, we gotta get who? Sir uh, Ian McKellen. Jim. Jim. Yeah, why not? Who's the best? Jim Cummings. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. David Attenborough. Well, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I think yeah. Ian McKellen would do it. I I think I think that could be fun, or perhaps oh who was was it Patrick Stewart that played the shit emoji? Yeah. Yes. Because I could also see that happening. <laughs> I feel like once you go, well, once they're going to bring the shit emoji, emoji into you never the, uh, go back. <laughs> just bring the shit emoji character into the it's Mario. Not a good movie. word. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's, it's me. Movie. <laughs> that was a terrible Patrick Stewart. That was a great Patrick Stewart. Are you <laughs> I wish I were in the Academy. You guys think... I would give the all the Oscars to you. And I appreciate them, Patrick. <laughs> Do you guys think that uh, uh, there's going to be a, a minion reference somewhere in the background? Yeah. Because I 100% believe there will be. Like it, just like an Easter egg. Yeah, a little Probably. reference. And like on a painting or something. Oh, a painting's a good one. I have kind yeah. of like a vision of like Bowser is holding almost like bad guy tryouts for his like army and he's like meeting the Goombas and the Koopas and everything for the first time. And he's like, like raiding them and like casting them almost like American Idol. And then there's like just a quick shot of like a, a minions trio. And he's like, who let you in here? And like next, then that's it. Oh, that's actually a very solid guess. Cool. I'll put my cards on it. Yeah, you. <laughs> and, uh, this you guys, guys prepare your bingo cards. Science, huh? We don't know the name of still the ti- Isle of Dragons, I think. <laughs> I think we're getting further away from the name. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> this is important. Any uh, like further Mario characters and castings that you want to see? Like, uh, for example, voice of Josh voice Pet, of cards. Voice of Cards is the name. Oh, Voice of Cards. Voice of Hold on. Cards. Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars. There we go. Ah, Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars. The Isle Dragon. Yeah, he's on an island. Like, not not. Oh, island. The... I thought you said I. No, oh, oh, I not see what in you the mean. Isle, but on an isle. Yeah, I thought he was like in the Isle of like Isle Seven at Target, the like, store. Yeah. <laughs> looking for a pack <laughs> of the cards. Isle Dragon, you find at the grocery <laughs> store. Um... <laughs> Trying to like shake it, figure out is this a holographic? <laughs> uh, any more castings? Uh, who's gonna play Yoshi? 
I feel like they're I gonna think... do like a Sonic movie thing where like Yoshi shows up at the end. Maybe. Maybe. I, I feel Can like you Yoshi, give Yoshi just like get a... the original voice actor to just do the sounds like no I mean I is Yoshi gonna talk? Dialogue. Yoshi Yoshi yeah. talks in some of the games. I don't know. Yo- yeah, in the games, does. but like in... Let Yoshi do as Yoshi pleases. Okay. Does he ever talk does he ever talk with like voice lines or is it always just text? Yeah, hey, it's text. Yeah, that's so that's why I can't picture like I'm not Mario. I mean, like it's no. <laughs> really rare for any of the Mario characters to actually have vo- voice lines. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Aside from Bowser like, Jr. is going to be this. Bowser Jr. Um, I feel like the casting would have come out if that was the case. Yeah. Probably Finn pro- Wolfhard. Honestly, they're probably saving that for the next one. Some father-son journey. It's like how they have uh, Donkey and Cranky Kong, but no Diddy Kong. Exactly. Oh, Diddy right, Kong. Right. Um, Diddy Kong's gonna need a voice. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> he would have been a great Toad. Oh my God. Oh, he would have been. He would have been He'd the be best Toad. Toad's I mean, I love Keegan Michael Key, great but Toadsworth. we got a lot of good. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. He'd be a great Kamek um, also. Yeah. He could be Cammy though. Yeah. Imagine if Gilbert Gottfried was Cammy Koopa. That'd be funny. <laughs> uh, Tom Kenny maybe would be a good. Uh... Oh, Tom, yeah, we need Tom Kenny and Billy West somewhere in here. Yeah, mm. he is um, a shy guy. <laughs> Honestly, they could together just do a bunch of background sounds. It's like camp. absolutely. But I think that's yeah. what Martinet is going to be there for. Yeah, I don't know. Are there bad guys? I, I'm sure for like something, something Wario there. cameo or something. Or, yeah, that's kind of my theory too. Is he's going to be Wario, and that's why he's not Mario. Because he, you know, he'll have that iconic Wario uh, voice, but he, they don't want him to do double duty and, you know, take up multiple casting no, he's, slots. He's Charles Wartney. <laughs> Thank you. So they're just going to give him a full movie of dialogue for the voice that kills his throat to their star <laughs> Mario game lead. Yeah. That's okay. You got to drink honey. It's a good beverage if you didn't know. Um, I, I'm hung up on Diddy Kong though, for real. Um, if no one has ideas, that's okay. I feel like, like Nancy Johnson Cartwright to be somewhere in this universe. Maybe Chunky Kong, or a Hammer Bro, Charging Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about Diddy Kong. Who's Wiggler? Wiggler, <laughs> uh, uh, Nick Kroll. Um, um, <gasps> wait, isn't he already in this movie? No, I don't think uh, he is. Uh, Richard Simmons. Oh, Richard Simmons. Uh, What's that I... guy doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think we got a good list. I don't think we're gonna get a lot more. Yeah, we're, we're, we're that. digging real deep here. <laughs> Well, amazing. Does anyone have any closing thoughts for our beginning of fall end of week? I'm trying to think. No, I don't. Beautiful. I think I'm done thinking. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. (laughs) I think I'm done thinking. That's what I thought, too, after, you know, the casting of the Mario movie. I think I'm done thinking.
Well, everybody, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like our show, please feel free to subscribe and give us a quick positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. It is a small act of support that really helps people find our show. It's good for them. It's good for us. It's good for you guys to see our community grow. It really helps us out. If you are an epic gamist and you have an epic game question or you got reactions to what we said or fun Nintendo stories you want to share, please send it to epicgamist at gmail.com and you can follow Epic Gamist on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all kinds of different places for different kinds of stuff. Pick your favorite platforms. If you are listening right now, if you can hear me, we know that you stuck with us. We know you're hardcore. And again, we are just getting restarted here. So much so that those accounts I mentioned don't actually have any posts or profile pictures or anything. <laughs> so you're not in the wrong place. But the goal, ultimately, is to have fun waiting for you on any apps you choose, all powered by a charity-driven Patreon, so that gamers can give back while supporting all kinds of fun content made just for you. Literally just for you of the Patreon requests. So every listen, like, retweet, share, every follow on those accounts, whatever way that you want to support us, even for free, still fuels the same good goal. So we are really counting on you, Mario Party Top 452 of you, to help us raise awareness and spread the word and get more gamers giving back. For fun. When it's up, we'll tell you. Nintendo Week is brought to you by our hosts, Alex Plant, tweet at Legend of Lex, Lee Albanese, tweet at Enalanes, that's E-N-A-L-A-N-E-S, Jackson Murphy, tweet at Cheaper by 12 Film, and Dark Alex, tweet Into the Abyss and Destroy Yourself. Myself, tweet at Colin McIsaac, that's C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Nintendo Week is a fan show. We are not affiliated with or operated by Nintendo, and we do not represent the brand in any way. All opinions expressed are our very own, and all games played are purchased, not provided, unless otherwise stated.